Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey everyone, I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. We are The Blended Life, and today... And today, we are going to honor step-parents. We are going to talk about the power of step-parenting. It's going to be good. Enjoy. Okay, welcome back. Where are we starting on this one? Welcome back. The power of step parenting is real. It's real. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, well, I think you actually brought this topic up to me, and I loved it so much because I feel like blended life, blended families, <laughs> the blended world, it there's a lot of negative. We're we're really happy to talk about how hard it is. Um, we're happy to talk about the negative things that we experience and the unjustness of it all and the unfairness and all of the, all of the wrongs that happen in this life. And I love this podcast that we're going to embark on right now because it brings a little hope and happiness and, um, hopefully empowerment to the step parents out there. That's not where it came from where it came from, but how it came about is trying to get some hope out of this. I text this to you when driving to my son's hockey game. And then you text me back and you said, what, what do you mean by that? I think I was driving and Annabelle had, yeah, I texted it to you though. Yeah. Cause we were going to meet there. Yeah. And I needed something from my son before the game. I needed, I needed this all to go (laughs) a certain way. And I'm like, you know what? If Julie takes care of this, there it's it's gonna go better than if I try to figure out whatever I needed to with my son. And um, yeah, you needed me to step in and help out. Yeah, and I'm like, right. oh, it's gonna go so much smoother. And that's a, that's a talk to me about that. How do you know that? Well, that okay. So that's the power out of step parenting. It's like <laughs> you're still respected. You're respected as a parent. But they don't. The kids don't get to this lax state. I feel like with the step parent, as they do with their own parent, your kids backtalk you a lot more than they ever would backtalk me, and vice versa. My son won't backtalk you like he backtalk like he backtalks me, mm. and that's kind of a superpower. 
because you still have that respective parent authority without it's like being a grandparent where you can send the kids to the house and load them up with all the fun and candy and everything and then you get to send them home at the end of the day did you just really call me a grandma (laughs) age is only a number (laughs) um yeah I love this. So there's, yeah, so there's a lot of power in it. And that was in that situation, you know, he was being kind of grumpy to me earlier in the day and I needed him to get all of his hockey gear together and get loaded up and you were going to take him and I needed to get his water bottle. And I'm like, man, if Julie just asked him to do this and I, so I had you, I'm like, make sure he's got his gear and his stuff and you asked him and it went perfectly smooth versus if I did it, I get some back talk maybe, or, uh, you know, it's just. You know how it is when your when your kids just aren't totally stoked on doing something, and you just it's like pulling teeth to get your kids to do something. Yes, and okay, so I want to break this down a little bit because there is a comfortability that kids have with their biological parents. Normally, like we're going to speak on this episode in generalizations, right? There are exceptions. This isn't going to fit everyone's narrative. For us and for a lot of other blended families, though, the comfortability with between us and our bio child and bio parent is a lot higher than comfortability with um, child, stepchild and step parent. Does that am I making sense as I say that? Yeah. And, you know, and as you're saying this, I'm thinking about it. It's like this goes for a lot of things in our life, not even just our kids. Like I'm way more comfortable talking to my mom and saying things to my mom, then I would say... To your dad? No, to your mom. (laughs) Your mama. There's a lot of things you'd say to my mom (laughs) that you wouldn't say to your mom. But we won't talk about that. We won't go there. Um, You know what I mean? But I still respect your mom as a mother and as a mother figure and as a grandmother. (laughs) Why is this so funny? You with your mom joke since uh, there we was, were first friends. This was not we even a even joke. Dating. I know, but all of them are replaying in my head as you're bringing up my mom in a serious. Your mama. I'm like, you bring up my mom and like being serious about anything. <laughs> it just doesn't compute. My head is exploding. Oh, the jokes, you guys. Um. Yeah, no. So I think a lot of step parents m- might listen to us say, you know, assert this fact about comfortability and they might feel like they're failing if, you know, their their stepchild's not as comfortable with them as their as they are with their mom or dad in the home, with the bio parent in the home. And they might feel like a failure or they might feel disappointed. And I know there's just so much negativity or hardship around the comfortability fact in blended families. And I'm gonna ask you, let's reframe that. Why not use that comfortability, you know, or lack of to your advantage, to your family's advantage? It's a superpower. And I like reframing that for step parents because that, oh man, I mean, I wish my kids were a little less comfortable with me sometimes. You want your kids to be as comfortable with you as they are with me, right? Where they they just respect. If I ask something from your kids, I probably wouldn't like it. No, I, I know <laughs> kidding, she's I unpleasable. Yeah. If I yeah. ask something from your kids, they're usually right to it. They're respectful about it. Yeah. If I ask a question, if I ask your son how his day was at school, then I ask him about whatever his you know about his day at school. If I mm-hmm. ask him a pointed question. How did mathematics go today? <laughs> you know, he's going to 
engage with me and give me a straight answer. Now, if you ask that same question, it's going to be like, whatever, mom, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk about it. It was just a normal day. You or know? he just doesn't compute that I'm talking to him because he's so, <laughs> he's so well practiced on like dismissing my voice. Now he doesn't yeah. even hear it. Yeah. Step parent. And same thing with me, you know, children. if I go ask my son, like how his day's going or what's going on and he's in a mood, I'm going to get a different answer than you're going to get. Even if he's in that mood, you're going to get a much cleaner answer than I'm going to yeah. get. I'm and, not mad at that. And again, like this goes back, like this is exactly, well, I would do the same thing. Like uh, we'll going back to, to my mom and your mama. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would know. give, I would give my mom a different answer than I would give your mom at 40 years old. Yeah. Well, and I agree. Like I, like my mom, my biological mom, right. She's seen the ugliest, meanest, nastiest sides of me. And I know your mom has, I witnessed your mom. Of you? My mom has ex- of me. I'm just kidding. But here's the deal: I would I never. I ain't your mama. But I would never, I would never take that to your mom the way I would take it to mine. Right. It's the like comfortability. I, comfortability. Yes. And so it's a good thing. Like I would also say, as the stepmom in the home, I would freak out if your son talked to me the way he talks to you. Right. And vice versa. I would freak out. Vice you versa. would not allow my kids to talk to you. Right. The way they talk to me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm also like, I like it. Like, I think it's a good thing. I, I don't, it's hard enough to have two biologicals in, in the, our home talk. You know what I mean? Just be, it's nice to have one child who I can just count on to be chill. Pleasant. Nah. Nah. Pleasant. None of the kids are pleasant. I think all the kids are pleasant in their right. own time. I, I when the stars align, the moods kids. in retrograde, I don't really know. We do. We're about. blessed to have the kids we do. Like, I think they're all, all four of them are just, they're yeah. pleasant kids. There aren't any of them that I'm like, I constantly want to wring your neck. You are just a troublemaker. Yeah. Terrible kid. Yeah. And there's kids out there like that. <laughs> I mean, truly, like, I, I, I can, yeah. I can name a dozen right now, you know, it's, and, and they aren't in our household. And I, I like that. And I think that comes down to parenting and that comes down to a lot of how we raise our children you know and i say our like all of us at you guys listening um or watching it comes down to how we raise our children what we instill with our children um you know uh, how we allow them to act in our home how we allow them to act out of the home yeah you know how do you how do we send them to school how do we send them to church and to youth group and the conversations that we have to and from these events, when we're dropping them off, I literally, right before coming here, dropped my son and one of his best friends off at their friend's house, you know, and talk to the parents, meet the parents, because this is his first time going over there, um, and just let them know, you know, if you have any issues with him, which I don't think they will, but just let them know that I'm aware of, and, I, and I'm in tune with his behavior. If there's any issues, you guys feel free to give me a call. Um, and then I also instill in him like, Hey, bud, make sure you're on your best behavior, you know? Yeah, dad, I know I will, you know, and I I already hear him using manners when we get there, but we don't just teach our kids about manners once and let them roll with it, you know? And, and we're a little more lax at home. I don't walk in our front door and go, Hey, bud, when we sit down for dinner, you know, make sure that you're on your best behavior. We just, we don't do that, you know? But we do that when we walk into a restaurant. We're like, hey, you guys, we're going to a nice restaurant. Like, it's chill tonight, you know? So di- different times and different lessons 
I guess, but our kids are comfortable with us because we allow that, you know? And what? I'm, I see I'm just listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we allow the comfortability. And so I'm saying to all the step parents out there, embrace the discomfort. Yeah. You know, enjoy the discomfort. See the benefits of the discomfort. You know, go ahead and start being appreciative for the discomfort and see, because I think we get so focused on poor me, I'm a victim, this kid doesn't love me, I'm not connecting to them, I'm powerless. But do they respect you? Ask yourself that. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, how come? Is it because of your behavior? Is it because of their behavior? Is it because of what's being instilled by the bio parent? Your kids respect me. Because it's instilled by you to respect me and vice versa. My son respects you because I tell him he's going to respect you. That's how they've grown up. You know, when you when you walk in the house and say, hey, bud, how are you today? He says, fine, how are you? You know, and like you guys will have a conversation. He'll hold a conversation even if he's in a bad mood. You know, and, and again, same thing with your kids. But it's because what we're instilling in our kids. So we need to, as parents, be very aware of what our lessons are and um this morning at church you know uh they were talking pastor was talking about as a kid sitting in the pews as a little kid and being bored by you know being his third time at church for the day or you know or for the week but he's listening to everything that's going on he says i'm sitting there you know in the pews on the ground coloring or fidgeting with something but I'm hearing everything that's going on. I didn't know it was all being instilled in me. And that's a lesson that we can all learn in our own homes. You know, our kids are listening to the way we talk to one another. We talk to our parents on the phone. We have business dealings. We talk to our friends. Our kids are little sponges that are picking up all of that. So just because we tell our our kids to respect our spouse, if we tell our kids to respect our spouse, and then we don't do it ourselves, you know? I talk crap behind your back or um, I talk crap to your face even. I tell my kid to respect you, but then I'm like yelling at you about something and I'm bad-mouthing you and the way I respect you. That's ultimately what's going to play out in our household. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and I, w- well, as you're talking about respect, it makes me think of, because this is actually a huge issue that step-parents in my coaching career you know, my clients who are step-parents come at me a lot with respect. And I like that you take responsibility that it's a bio-parent's job to instill respect. I think that's totally true and um, an appropriate assertion. And as we are discussing the power of step-parenting and something I work with my clients on is really, (laughs) it's your responsibility to teach others how to respect you yeah. in your home, whether you're a step parent, you know, whether you're a coworker, it doesn't matter what hat you're wearing in life. Step parenting just happens to be the one we're talking about today. But it's ultimately like I, I love that bio parents can definitely instill and be consistent with that value of respect. But ultimately, as a step parent, you teach your stepchildren how to respect you. 
And that is powerful. So your power as a step parent is really boundaries, right? How it, well, it's twofold. You teach your stepkids how to respect you via boundaries, right? What you allow and what you don't allow. You know, if they talk to you a certain way, um, you know, I, I mean, if they talk to you a certain way, are you still going to go buy them chocolate milk at the grocery store and get them all their favorite things, right? Are you still going to fold their laundry for them? And are you still going to give them a ride to their friend's house? Down to boba. <laughs> Down <laughs> to boba. So here's something that Eric actually, not too long ago, last couple of years, really helped me work through as a step parent in this in this specific situation, you know, I had to, he encouraged me to look at what I, I mean, it was a conversation about what do I have control of? Because as a step parent, we do feel powerless in the sense that we may not play a signal. We might not have, I'm like, I wrote this word down because, okay, we might not have significant involvement, right? We might not have significant involvement of you know, coming up with rules for our stepchildren or disciplining our stepchildren or consequences for stepchildren. Like that might not be our gig in our home. We might not have that job to do with our stepkids. But the truth is as step parents, we do a lot for our stepkids, whether you know it or not. You know, you do take give them rides. You do go to the grocery store. You may be doing laundry. You might you know, put you might do little nice things for them, and that is what's in your power. So the things that you do for your stepchildren above and beyond the call of duty, right, showing up, basic needs met, anything beyond the basics is really what is – it's like a – it's like a privilege that your stepkids get totally, to experience, Yeah, right? it totally is. I mean, you're, you're – when the kids are young, you're doing laundry for them, you're cooking them dinner, you're giving them rides to hockey games – you know, you're picking up chocolate milk at the grocery store yeah, because that's their favorite. All these little extras that step parents do, it's really meaningful to kids, right? You might not think as an adult, and they that might not matters. realize that it's meaningful. They, it's just, it's a perk at this point. They're just like they and don't they, know, they didn't even know, but it's it's part of their daily life, and they enjoy it. So here's the deal, you know, as a step parent, you even though you don't have involvement with all the hard stuff, discipline consequence, rules, um, you do have a say in what you do for these kids because you're the one doing it. Yep. And that is power because you can teach your children, your stepchildren to have a relationship with you that is fruitful, you know? So not that, so when they disrespect you, when they ignore you, when they lie to you, when they cause problems, you have the power to go ahead and take away some of the privileges that you provide for them. So, don't, yeah, your kids are being brat holes, so they might not get chocolate milk this time. This week. This this week or this this month, if that's how you guys do the shopping. It might not be, you yeah. know. Um, you may not be available to give a ride to a friend's house. I'm so yeah. sorry. I have something else happening. You're going to have to learn to wash your own clothes because yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. You're old enough to know, right? Like, you know, or whatever. So you have more power than you think, even if you're not involved in the nuts and bolts of the actual parenting. It's kind of like 
wives holding oh, oh wait no wrong conversation oh my goodness <laughs> guys so that's it you have to really see where your power is and it isn't traditional and it is a little bit out of the box i think as step parents one of the biggest um help how we can help ourselves the most is problem solve uh, in a way you wouldn't think you should does that make sense like you need to problem solve things in a way that isn't traditional and isn't like a normal parent because you're not a normal parent most times you're not a normal parent definitely not <laughs> um so does that make sense anything that you want to add to all of that as no, far as I think, respect I, yeah i think just figuring out first of all and this is what you do with your clients you teach people you need to learn to respect yourself you need to learn like you said how to teach others to respect you. You know, you need to set your own boundaries. You need to set your own guidelines. Mm -hmm. And you as a health and life coach, this is what you do for a living, right? You teach people how to take control of their own situation. So if you guys want to learn how to take control of your own situation, becoming heard now. Now. At gmail.com. Becoming heard now at gmail.com. I am doing free breakthrough sessions um, for new potential clients. So reach out if that's something you're interested in. You can also go to becomingheard.com and you can put your email address in there and it'll send me a little something. So yeah, and, and teaching others to respect you by how you respect yourself. And how much power is in that? <laughs> well, it changes everything. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Because if I'm disciplined with my routine and, and what who I am, then then my stepchild is going to know what I will tolerate and what I won't tolerate simply in how I do life. What about your husband? I don't know. You tell me. I know her boundaries, you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, but here's the deal. If you can't, if you can't create boundaries and hold boundaries within yourself then there's no way you're going to hold boundaries well, with a lot anyone of, else. A lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to piss them off. I don't want to make them mad. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Um, you know, even like bosses, you know, you can set your, even though your boss is technically above you in the workspace, you can still set boundaries with your boss. You can still set boundaries with your coworkers. And yeah, they might have hold a higher position, but if they don't respect you, like in a workplace, if your boss respects you, how much more productive and how much more enjoyable is your job going to be probably, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that step parents step into this role at a deficit. They, they come into it not respecting the role they're stepping into. And I think that's because of the stigma around step parenting. So when they become a step parent, they come at it from a depleted it's an uphill battle. Yeah, that's how we look at it. Instead of stepping into a role of significance and impact beyond your wildest dreams. You know, one of my th favorite things to talk to clients about is um, embracing. Uh, we said we said embrace the discomfort mm -hmm. and also embrace the difference. You know, Eric touched on this earlier. You get to be like a grandparent or an aunt. Is The aunt is what I use. Yeah. You go straight from like grandma. <laughs> but here's the deal. Enjoy that you don't have to be the heavy, right? Enjoy that you don't have all the responsibility. 
You know, if you're stepping into a step parenting role and it doesn't look like an equal partner in your home, because most don't, let's normalize that. First of all, let's normalize that step parents are not necessarily equal in the home. And I, I'm like, that's just real and that's okay. It'd be and interesting to take a survey of everyone before going into, before entering blended yeah. family and yeah. years later well, and you're like, man, my expectations were totally different. My vision was totally different yeah. on this. Well, it's because you walk into blended family shooting all over yourself. <laughs> you know, you should do this. I should be this. It should oh, look like shooting. this. Oh, shooting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we should all over ourselves, right? Oh, man, I should my pants. <laughs> especially in our <laughs> blended families. And so I think we come into it instead of just embracing what is and learning how to find your footing in what is, and we're too focused on what it should look like, what it should should be like. Yeah, and the truth is no two blended families are the same. There's no one right way to do any of this, and any ideal is just an ideal. It's not reality. And so when you step into a step-parenting role, you know, I would love step-parents to step into the idea that they are taking on a role in this, in this child or these child's lives that nobody else gets to have. And sometimes it's just a, a shitty situation. Okay, we're still on that. So, but here's, right, so you're stepping into a role that this is a unique role in this child or these child's lives. How special is that? And instead of really embracing how special and unique and powerful that can be, we're too pissed off or crying or shooting ourselves. Yeah, in a shitty situation. <laughs> that we're not the parent or we're not equal to the parent Just or we're not like mood. the parent. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, you have a, a whole unique opportunity here. The parents Take it seriously, are, don't shoot the bed. Okay. <laughs> uh, bio parents are not going to be able to speak into these children's lives like you will as a step-parent. You have a very different voice than a parent. And that can be not to just your advantage, but you get to reach this child or these children in a way that the biological parents cannot. So your step-parenting role is really a unique opportunity to not only teach life lessons and impact values and and all the things that you want to bring to them, you get to do it in a way that isn't through discipline and isn't through consequences and isn't through, you know, rules. You get to do it in a way that's like a mentor that is in how you live your life. I mean, simply showing up in your blended family as a step parent, your presence, how you live your life impacts the kids more than you even could imagine. You're just interested in, you know, the present, you know, input and output of the moment instead of realizing that your consistency is your superpower. How you show up and present yourself and do life, that's what your stepchildren are going to remember. Your stepchildren are going to remember what you are consistent in. Your stepchildren are going to remember your character. So instead of being so worried about being the equal and the parent and we don't have as much power and say and all this bullshit, Bullshit. you're really missing the opportunity 
to take a look at yourself and realize like my character bleeds over onto these stepchildren. My consistency in whatever I decide to do in life, not necessarily even with them, but just how you do your life. What are you giving your time, money, energy, attention to? Whatever you're doing with those things in your world consistently impacts your stepchildren. So by you focusing on being the best you you can possibly be and living life in a way that you feel proud of, you are teaching your stepchildren a different way to do life than their parents are. And that's really powerful. I feel I, I feel like that's more impactful than doling out rules and consequences left and right. Like really? long-term game, I'm talking, right? Yeah, I feel like that whole last five minutes, that soapbox of yours, I feel like. I have. I need to go back and edit and just put music on that, just inspirational music. Do it. That was very inspirational. Are you lying? I might. Are you lying? Do I lie? Yes. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you're looking at me saying one thing. Your your wor- your <laughs> mouth is saying one thing and your eyes are saying another. <laughs> so I don't really know what's happening. I'm like a Beyonce song. I think it, this life. is a soapbox. This is something I'm super passionate about because I just talk to so many step-parents well, on, on the this. regular. This is what you that do for feel a living. so bad yeah. in their role. Yeah. And so lost and so defeated and so disappointed. Mm -hmm. And that's all a choice. Yeah, it's a choice. It's a situation. It's something we have control over. But it's a hard thing to recognize and realize we have control over and to harness and take control and be like, you know what? I'm going to take control of this. And again, that's why Julie, becomingheardnow (laughs) at gmail.com is here for you. Yeah, and I hope the bio parents are listening to this as well. I am, loud and clear. Oh, I'm a bio parent I'm a bio parent. I'm a bio parent. Well, because I think this is insightful to step parents, and I think that there's so much pressure around blended families and how we come about navigating them. It's like a big pressure cooker. Blah. A big pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping this episode could just twist the knob on the top of the pressure cooker and release steam a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) So we can just so (laughs) so we can just enjoy more of life instead of obsessing over what we're doing wrong or how unfair it is. Cause it I mean, there's no even in natural families, life's unfair with kids. Yeah. Well, didn't, mean, wouldn't you say that you're... No, life is not fair. Our, our parents have been telling us this since we were little kids. Like, it's something we always hear. Life isn't fair. Life isn't fair. And then then you I, get to a blended family and it's supposed to be. It, no, it's like extra unfair. And and I think, <laughs> I think like, no one ever, like, it, that saying never really sinks in. Like, <laughs> life is not fair. You guys, if you can hear this, life is not fair. But we can even up the playing field a little bit more. If we take control of our own situation, if we can take control of what we can take control of, and a lot of people just don't know how to, don't recognize that they need to, or just are too lazy to, like, sorry to call somebody out. Like, some people are just too lazy to take control of your own situation. Yeah. So, becomingheardnow at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you for being my biggest supporter, actually. Biggest supporter. Are you calling me fat? Okay. <laughs> you just called me grandma. But okay. no, we neither one of us Okay, were, Granny. Um, let's talk about <laughs> the emotional attachment. 
I think that is something that... <laughs> Neither I'll of us are going to have any after this episode. <laughs> well, this is also something that step-parents feel guilty about, right? I'm not as emotionally attached to my stepchildren as my own, you know, as, as my own kids. And I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and that's a fact, but it's turned into, like, it's wrong. It's all these things. And now I feel guilt and shame around that. And I'm like, that's a blessing. How <laughs> Your kid smells like a foot. <laughs> Right. Like, I mean, even the truth is like with my, and I, I say this all the time, but like even when my when I had to clean my my own kids up like diapers and blowouts, it was fine. If I had to go clean somebody else's kids blowout <laughs> up, I'd be puking in the corner. Yeah, it's just is what is we aren't. We have something with our biological kids that we just don't have with our stepkids most of the time. I get that this is a generalization. So. It's For those weird. of you I have, who feel differently, yeah. good on you. Well, uh, I think a lot of it's circumstantial, you know, because mm-hmm. um, my who I consider my first isn't my biological, but um, raised very much like a biological. Like I very, very much feel that my first, again, not biological, I have a connection to her like a biological. Very, I have a different connection to her than I do to your kids. Um, and you have a different connection with her than you do your son. It's just, it's, a v- it's yeah, different. it's all circumstantial. It doesn't make it less special. No, it's just different. It's all circumstantial. But, you know, like, look at my son is with me 100% of the time. You know, my, my daughter was with me 100% of the time and then completely taken away for a long period of time and then able to kind of come and go. So we've had very different stages yeah. You know, um, and it's it it's circumstantial where your kids are at our house 50 percent of the time, you know, and it's just again, it's different circumstances that I don't know. You guys think about it. Is your relationship with all your friends? The same. I have I have different relationships with different friends. And again, it's all circumstantial, you know, it's same thing with you. You're like, are you? Are you even keel with every single one of your friends? Like, no, not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> you say none at all? I said not at all. Oh, I thought we were talking about friends here. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, I get it circumstantial. And everything is so different. For That's what I mean. Every family is super unique and super, super, looks super different. But I know a lot of step parents hold this guilt around not feeling emotionally attached to their stepchildren or wishing or longing for it and it's not there. They feel shame, guilt, wishing, longing. There's always just something there around that. And what I will say is, again, like we said with discomfort and difference, embrace that. What's what's special about not being emotionally attached is that you're able to show up for your stepchild in maybe a better way because you're not so emotionally attached. You know, you can be more logical. You can be more pragmatic. You can be um, more of a reason, a voice of reason, because, and I think that's really a good thing. Well, let's look at it from a parenting partner point of view too, you know? Like when I needed you with my son a couple weeks ago, you were, that helped me as a teammate. That helped me as a partner. I five. I like. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So look at it like that, too. Like, you can help your spouse out a lot. Yeah, because I'm not. 
I'm not emotionally attached to what's going on. You are. You're like Sometimes. you and your son are yeah. like you're annoyed, whatever. Yeah. And it's nice to have a person who's not emotionally in it, like in that on that level, to be able to like, yeah, I don't care. I can come help. I don't have any reason to that. I wouldn't help you out around, you know. Mm-hmm. And I agree too. Like, um, I will say as a bio parent and as <laughs> Julie, I am. Oh, Julie. I'm built hypersensitive. I'm hypersensitive. I'm emotional. It's how I'm wired. <laughs> so when my kids upset me or I'm upset about a co-parenting situation or a, a, a child thing or I'm just, I'm emotional about it, it's really nice to have you. We can get you sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take it. Kleenex, I could be your spokesperson. But anyway, it is it is nice to have you who's not emotionally attached to my ex at all or you are emotionally attached to my children but not like me a totally different yeah totally but different. it's nice to have the voice of reason right. where i know it's coming from a place of logic and that is good for my children and myself versus emotions right when i act out of emotion it isn't really helpful so step parents have a unique power in the sense that you can not be emotionally attached or emotionally in it, in the same way the bio parent is, it can make you a better teammate and it can make you a better step parent because when every when emotions are heightened, you might be able to be the calm of the voice of reason, the calm in the storm, which helps your stepchildren and can help your parent, your co parent and your your spouse. And it can help this the situation as a whole. If everyone's on some emotional roller coaster in your home, it's nice to have somebody who's the beacon, right? Who's just like the calm in the storm that we can just count on. So I even say that instead of being shameful and guilty about it or longing for and wishing it was, why not appreciate what is and seeing how you can use that for the good of the family? You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. And I think that's that's the power in it, you guys. That's the superpower that is... That is the blessing of being a step parent, um, not just for the kids, uh, but for your spouse. Yeah. You know what else I love about being a step parent? <laughs> what? Let's hear. You can say no. Can you? Yes. As a parent, you can say no, too. You just have to know how to. Yes. Give me an example, though. Mm, what are you talking about? Like, if I don't, don't want to deal with something, you say this all the time. Not my kid, not my problem. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, this is actually Eric saying. So <laughs> I want to give you credit. Yeah, but credit it's always in a joking due. manner. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> not my kid, not my problem. This is like Eric says this all the time. And it <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yes, you do. You've said it since the beginning of time. Yeah, but it's not it's in like real funny. situations. It's like something silly. But also, I will say, not my kid, not my problem. It's interesting because it does allow you to say no. Like if you don't if you you don't feel the same sense of responsibility as a step parent to making sure things happen for my kids that I do, mm-hmm. the responsibility to make sure schoolwork's done and done correctly, college applications are edited, and we're looking through all the nuances of the, that. Yeah. Like you don't feel mm. that same responsibility. To However, make sure. if your kid came to me and needed help with that stuff, I would feel a sense of responsibility. Sure, I mean, if any kid comes to a parent, any or kid. Yes. Again, I can name a few shady kids. Well, I, I yes, but I'm just saying the burden of responsibility is usually on the bio parent. Yeah. 
and that's nice. It so, is. Right? Yeah, that's why that that was kind of nice. my that was kind of my example of grandma sending <laughs> the kids home all You have a thing up. for grandmas. <laughs> just your mama. <laughs> so Did she just try calling? I don't know who tried calling. Somebody tried calling. Did you guys hear all the verberation? The verberation. <clears throat> so Yeah, I think that when we talk about saying no, you know, I don't I don't have to be involved if I don't want to be. It's not my responsibility if I want to be great. You know, and if you wanted me to be or somebody really wanted me to be involved or whatever, but I don't I don't have to worry about what you and your ex decide about school, medical stuff, discipline, whatever, whatever. Like I don't I don't have to I don't because have to take your, that on. Yeah, but that because that's your position. Now, I also think we need like a little disclaimer on this too. Like that also isn't a free pass just to be lazy in your step fam- in your blended family also. I think that It's a choice. I mean, everything's a choice. You about to take a drink of that tea. Terrible liquid. It's tea. You don't like is tea. It's a choice. It is a choice. But that's you know what but I that's mean? powerful. That, like, yes. yes, you could be lazy and use your saying, power like, for evil. Yeah, or just laziness. And if you guys I'm gonna go ahead and just slow yeah. There. There you guys. If you're watching this, Julie is drinking her bag of tea. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I just I it's rubbing you the wrong way. I can see that. That's no, okay. No, I think that I think that people need to have pride in their blended families. I think people need to put more effort into their blended families. And like we were saying, like if you struggle with this, like get a hold of Julie and learn how to harness your superpower about all this. Because I think if we as parents, as step parents, put more effort in mm-hmm. than what we're doing right now, and we might be doing a great job. But I think if you can always find a way to put a little bit more effort into it, I think everyone's going to get a little more out of it. And I think it's going to push those around you yeah. to do a little better. True story. I think that when you realize, though, here's the thing. When you realize you have a choice and you have power in choice and you can say no, it kind of infuses you with an energy to want to show up. I know that's backwards thinking, but listen to this, right? If you are coming at step parenting, understanding that you have impact, that you have power, that you're appreciating the differences and, you know, you're coming at it from gratitude and from choice, the, you'll be more motivated, right? You, it, when you're operating out of that place, you're more motivated to show up. You're more motivated to stay engaged and be present because you don't have anything to run and hide from. Right? How many step parents go and run and hide in their room? I know tons. So you don't have anything to run and hide from. You're just getting to be present in your family. And that's freedom. And it's motivating to do exactly what you're saying is not be lazy. You're not going to be motivated to be lazy. What motivates people to be lazy is when you're sitting there disappointed in your role, you're disappointed in the relationship, you're feeling at a deficit and you're really unhappy and everything's bad and everything's wrong. And, you know, like this wasn't what you expected it to be at all. This is not what you signed up for. When you go down that road, you become motivated to be lazy. You really don't want to show up. 
everything is extra hard. And so you say no a lot or you hide and you run and you're not present and you're trying to distract yourself with everything else. And so it's to, it's really your mindset as a step parent, what you're choosing to appreciate appreciates, right? So if you're trying to appreciate how horrible it is, that's going to be your experience and that's what you're going to live out and that's how you're going to show up. If you're deciding to appreciate like differences are great, this emotional detachment can be powerful. You know, this, this space of uncomfortability, I can use that to my advantage. It could be a good thing. How I live my life matters. Simply my presence is impactful. I don't really need to have all the other stuff. The parents got it. I can just be a support. Like that would make me want to sign up for step parenting. I would want to show up every day like that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, I hear you. So I think it's, it's you know, and, and bio parents. If you're a bio parent listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? No, not everyone. Not everyone. But if you're a bio parent, you might motivate your step parent with those things. Appreciate the differences. Let them know how impactful their lives are in their stepchildren's lives and how much you appreciate their their calmness and their perspective, right? Because step parents, another power of step parenting, you have a perspective in your family no one else has, right? You have a bird's eye view on things that people too close to the situation can't see. And sometimes that's detrimental to stepkids, to your stepkids, right? When bio parent is too close to a situation and going to, make a choice that's going to hurt this kid and you have a bird's eye view of what's going on because of your emotional detachment or the differences or the uncomfortability, you might actually have a perspective that would be a lifesaver to your family. That's powerful. So let them know. Don't hate. Appreciate. Yeah. Are we going to start us finishing words? each other's sentences? <laughs> it's like we're one. Uh, we all just finished each other's sentence. Everyone just finished my sentence. I'm one with everyone. Can I give you another power? Yes. As if this wasn't enough? I know. <laughs> you guys, look Are at Are you us. feeling powerful yet as a step Not as powerful as you. You have all the answers. You're like, he man. Okay. Well, this is something version. I'm really passionate about. Okay, let's hear. So uh, this isn't for the stepchildren. This is for you. For me? Well, for step parents. So I think so there's something, and I was actually thinking about this in regards to God. So sometimes God leads us down a path to build character, right? We have to go through something so that we can build character, so that we can be ready for the next thing. So some people are like, why did I have to go through that? That was really hard. Sure, it was hard, but you, God was building character in you so that you could actually take on the next trial or what, the next thing that comes your way. You're, you're prepared for it. And it's interesting because I think that there are some situations that uniquely grow us, right? So step parenting is like this. You are going to grow in a way that only step parenting can take like you're gonna grow in step parenting the way only way that step parenting can grow you nothing else in life no other role in life is going to grow you teach you refine you like this role 
And so you can choose to be sad about this role, hate this role, or you can choose to really lean into what is the lesson here? How am I being refined? What character building is happening here? Because I will tell you, it's such a unique role that you won't get this growth wearing any other hat. You won't have the opportunity to level up as a human in any other place that you will have in this place in step parenting. And I think that's really neat. I think that makes you a better person. Um, and I, I love that. I love that you can use this role and all of the hard that goes along with it because it's hard. Let's be real. It's not, it's not necessarily sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns. It's I mean, hard. sometimes it is, but it's also, I mean, it's a lot. It's a relationship. It's like marriage, you know? It's not always sun, sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. What are you talking parts. about? I think ours is. It's always perfect all the time. I think so, don't I, you? Yes, I totally agree. Our marriage is great. Yes, dear. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yes, dear. So, but I love that. I love that step parenting challenges you and grows you in its own unique way. Oh, 100%. So. And you know what? And I don't know if a lot of us think about it, but there's accountability there. There's accountability with our spouse, but there's accountability with these children. And it might not even be right now, but this accountability is going to show through in 10, 20, 30 years from now of who we were as step parents and who we are as humans and um, that, uh, that accountability is going to come from these stepchildren yeah. years down the road. How do you think that, and I know I haven't asked you this question yet, but I'm, I'm thinking about this in my, my own, my, myself, like, have you, could you come up with one way that being a step parent to my children has like something that you've learned or you've grown around? Patience. Okay, so you feel a lot, like mm-hmm, a lot of patience. Um, different than being a parent, though. Yeah, different than being a parent because How again, so? that comfortability. Okay. I don't. I have different type of patience with your children than I do my own. You know, if, if I've told my kid once or twice or three or ten <laughs> times to do something, and he still hasn't done it, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna be so angry. If your kids, I'm gonna be a little bit more softer on that approach to it. Because of that accountability, you know, and because they that relationship, like we were talking at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I think for me, it's really tested my, um, like my, uh, well, I want to say commitment and consistency. My commitment to this family and learning what commitment is. Commitment, you know, um, because here's the thing. We got married and our situation was one way and as it stands today, it's totally, it's different. And so I never would have thought when we got married that our situation would change. I, I just didn't, I didn't think about it. I didn't consider that that was going to turn this way. And it was this like, oh crap, things can change. And that means I have to like commitment, right? Like, and it's just, it's something that challenged me and grew me in a way that's like, I'm learning in a new, on a new level outside of marriage commitment, because there's that commitment. And then there's the commitment to my children because they are mine. I'm (laughs) responsible for them, but like a commitment to our family and to my stepson 
in in a different way that is growing that value and learning about that and what it really means and about myself and what I think about commitment and what my limitations or not around that value is and also consistency um, I think that's one way I've really grown being in a blended family is just the importance of it and that I value it um, a ton and that I do see it as a superpower. Um, yeah. So last one, mm-hmm. what I think is super powerful and dismissed or overlooked a lot because is the genuineness of step parenting. Because any relationship formed or any respect or any, see, step parenting isn't a have to. You know, you don't have to. You could live and be a silent partner in your home. You could live and not, I mean, your marriage might fail or not. But you have options. You have options. And so any connections that are made, I feel like are really, are genuine because it's a choice and because and it's a little bit sweeter, you know? I mean, my stepson will hug me or I will hug him, and I feel this pride wash over me of, like, it matters. My kids hug me 50 times a day, <laughs> and I'm like... It's, it's more of, like, a forced or... A, no, or it's just, like, what a, it is. It's, it's a, a... Habit. Yeah, it's emotion. It's just going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. but your kid and I hug, and it, like, it, it, like, I, it me, it's, like, deep for me. And I think that's really beautiful because any relationship that we build, even as slow as it might be, it's going to be genuine, and I think it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, you it's guys, not a given, you well, know? Well, look at where you were at, say, five years before we got married. Look at where you were when we got married. Look at where you are five years after we got married. How would you would you say that it has changed or it's been the same at any at any one of those points? No, it's always changing. It always for the better. Yeah, it's it's growing. Yeah, it's growing, and I will say it's been a very like the slowest burn in the history of burns. But I'm okay with that, and there's never been pressure. I've never put pressure as a step parent on my stepchildren. But it's real. Yeah, there's no pressure, and there's no. There's no fluff. Like, I'm I'm not a, f- like, it's just, if it's going to happen, that's great, and I'm here for it, and I will be here, and if it's not, I'm still going to show up and be the same person. Regardless if we genuinely connect or not, I'm going to be me. And so, what I've loved, I, you know, and I, I can only imagine when, you know, my stepson's 30, what conversations we're going to have, or right. if he's going to call me and ask for advice. I don't know. That's still TBD, right? But I feel like we're going in a good direction and it's a slow burn. But what I love about the things, the, the wins are that much sweeter as a step parent because it's genuine. And so the wins with my kids are great, but it doesn't hit me as deep as it when I have wins with my stepchild. And I think that's really cool. And I think it's, it's neat to experience love in a new way. Also another power in step parenting, you get to experience love in a new way. Outside of your marriage, outside of your own biological kids, your stepkids, a whole nother level of love that looks very different. And that's a, who doesn't want to experience another facet of love? Let love in. Go see what that's about. And it's not like the bio parents. And that's pretty fucking cool. Wow. There it is. 
I'm just like, appreciate it, you guys. Step parenting is super powerful. For yourself, you have more power than you can imagine. And for not only your stepchildren, but everyone in your home. Amen, sister. I'm not your sister. Oh, that'd be like it was super awkward. <laughs> Somebody, at, well, I just have to share with you. I'm, I'm totally sharing this. This is <laughs> yeah. like super Did awkward. Did you just say yabba dabba do? Yabba dabba do. Yeah. Someone came up to us at church a few oh. weeks ago <laughs> and totally thought we were brother and sister. Yes, we're brother and sister, and we bring our kids awkwardly to church together. But they're not, we don't share children. So I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what brother and sister at this age? Bring their kids to like to church. Maybe together. there are some brothers and sisters you guys, out there like that. It was just it was. If you're funny. listening, what kind of church do you think we go to? It just it's that. Although they do say also they say when couples are together for a long time they start to look like each other. Have you heard that? I heard their farts start to smell the same. See, so maybe See. we just have been through so much together we just look like <sighs> each other. Anyways. So you just call me sister. No. <laughs> Super weird. See? This is this is why we struggle, you guys. This is it. <laughs> different different outlooks on life. <laughs> different expectations. You're the one different calling roles me to play. I'm not calling you brother. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah. calling me sister. Yeah, you got Okay, it. this is quickly digressing. I'm gonna drink my tea. Okay. We're gonna leave now. Okay, bye you guys. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> sorry, sorry to screw up the end of this thing, you guys. Thanks for paying attention to us Thanks this for far. sticking it out. Thanks for subscribing. Oh. Following us on the socials. Yeah. And emailing Julia at becomingheardnow.com to change your life for the better forever. Becomingheardnow at gmail.com. Becomingheardnow at gmail.com. Yeah. I'd love to help if I can. Hit us up on the Facebook group. Become part of it. Become part of the family. Blended Life Facebook group. It's private, so you have to answer a couple questions. I will not let anyone in who's not willing to, to answer the questions. So Basic questions. You Basic, guys. simple. All right, you guys. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Hey, it's Julie again. I hope this episode of Blended Life started a conversation that you will finish in your home. But I get it, right? Sometimes you need more. My offer still stands. If I can interest you in a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to see if coaching is right for you, contact me now at becomingheardnow at gmail.com and let's get you unstuck. Becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I look forward to it.